Hello, and welcome to episode 57 of Golden Shower of Hits. On today's podcast, the boys will discuss the compilation album The Bridge, a tribute to Neil Young, released in 1989. Neil is the shit, and a bunch of alternative rock bands take a stab at covering their favorite songs here. Some of it's good, most of it's not, and all of it is completely unnecessary. I have a feeling this one is getting a big thumbs down. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know too. I just banged it out real quick one day. What the? That's what she said. What the yeah. fuck do I know? <laughs> How you doing, man? I'm fine. Yeah. Yeah. I was your. Uh, so for the listeners, we're recording a day later than we normally record because Mike had a date last night. We had a we had a date with our neighbors. Yeah. <laughs> was it a like a swapping date or just no? Oh, okay. They um, we you know. <laughs> Here's the thing about my little town. I've talked a little bit about my little town. Yeah. And if you just, and if you took it, what I said only at face value, you would think, I think, I mean, I think I've tried to paint a clear picture <laughs> of what it's like. Mm-hmm. You would, but you, it would be easy to mistake what I've said and think that I only live around a bunch of tobacco chewing rednecks. Yeah. It's kind of, well, and, yeah. And the truth is that, you know, many of my neighbors, came up from the city and are pretty cool folks. And right. we went and had dinner with some folks that are neighbors of ours uh, that live down around the corner in our little town. And um, the gal, she worked at the UN for, like that's the job she retired from. Did she work and, at the Mission of Burma by any chance? No. Oh, okay. The the UN. Oh, There's, well, it was, isn't, wasn't that where the, the Mission of Burma sign was? At the United Nations. No, but there, uh, that part Sorry. of town, there's a lot of that kind of shit going on. Right, right. Um, and he was a, an artist and with a, with a lot of political leanings. Mm-hmm. And uh, so they're very interesting New York folks. Yeah. And uh, yeah, they have a great house. And yeah, they had us over for dinner. It was, it was nice. a good hang. It was, they don't have air conditioning though. I struggled a little bit. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was hot, man. It was hot for me. And I had, a, you know, I had pants and a shirt on. Right, so it right. was not my normal attire. But yeah. it's been, it, it's warmed up here. We had a real, like pretty mellow summer, but this last week has definitely uh, bumped it up. Oh, really? 
Yeah, this global uh, whatever. <laughs> what, no matter what you want to call it. Yeah. Global warming, uh, climate change. No, uh, please allow me to introduce myself. Uh, it's got a lot of names. I don't know. But right. It's real. Yeah. The shit is, scares the shit out of me. Yeah. Yeah, it's just one of many things that seem to be blowing up recently, so. Um, but yeah, way to start off on a, on a bright note. <laughs> well, I will say, I will say, uh, it's, you know, Jennifer thought I was recording yesterday and said, oh no, we're moving it to Sunday because Mike going on a date and she goes with his wife. <laughs> so <laughs> I said, uh, you know, I didn't ask, but I'm pretty sure it was with his wife. So. That's a fair question. Yeah. Hey, you never yeah. know. You never do. Yeah never do uh i was thinking uh earlier today i was like we should do a weekly segment uh called uh, jennifer humble brag where we uh <laughs> 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 where we, where we just talk about something stupid and dumb and little that we bought each week <laughs> just to uh irritate jennifer so <laughs> i'm i'm actually i'm super into that yeah I'm bought, super into it. <laughs> this week, I bought a 24 pack of microfiber towels. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah, for like washing my car and shit. So. Oh, that's sweet. <laughs> yeah, right. But I mean, you can wash your car and wipe off your computer screen yeah. and clean your reading glasses. You can do all kinds that's of a, stuff with that. I thing. mean, yeah. I think that's that's great. Yeah, it's that's a good wonderful. little purchase. <laughs> a good humble brag purchase. <laughs> I got. Um, what did I buy? You know, I'll tell you what I bought, and then I'll tell you what I didn't buy. Okay. I bought a lot of gravel, a lot of pea, pea gravel. Okay, yeah. Um, because I I dug out, I don't know if I mentioned this last week, I cut out a big fire pit. Um, oh, no, you haven't. Gravel patio. Yeah. Um, which reminded me how soft I am in terms of like, my, my hands are, were just <laughs> yeah, torn <right>. up. I <laughs> I didn't wear gloves, yeah. and and I Ooh. just I got I fucked myself. Um, yeah, bet. So the I lifted all this sod, and then it just kind of sat there like that for a while because I didn't have my truck. Remember, mm -hmm. I told you I had a loner car. Oh yeah, yeah. And then I wanted to wait for Christine to be around, and she had to go into town for work a couple times, and I wanted her to be around to help pick the gravel because I, when it comes to aesthetic decisions, <laughs> right? I just feel like that's a <laughs> It's just a way safer thing. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Um, but if, yeah. But eventually, after she said, I don't care, five times, I was like, okay, five times is the charm. And I went right. and got the stuff and it, it was fine. Oh, uh, that's good. Yeah. I figured yeah. the visual, visual artist of the family should um, be the one making the vision. You know, that's the what I decisions. think. Yeah, yeah. That's what I think. Like, I am, I, not only am I colorblind, I am not a visual artist i'm right. you know like i my house would look like a an industrial garage <laughs> right. if, if i were if i lived alone yeah you know <laughs> i mean the my last apartment in seattle i had a i had two sawhorses and and a door for a table there you go <laughs> and it was it was great you yeah. know it was great I'm, it was I'm, big i could put a lot of stuff on it right yeah i'm a and big fan tables of, are for stuff putting yeah i'm a big fan so, of the cinder blocks with the two by sixes on them Right. Yeah. Or or the or the uh, broken console TV with the uh, with another TV on top with a of good it. TV on top. Yeah. 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 Yep. Like it's a classic a TV with a big ass with a TV with no ass on top. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that that was um, 
you know, that was a lot. I'll tell you, let's see. I made a trip. I got eight bags because I wanted to put them, put the gravel down and just see what it was. I had all the border stones. Mm -hmm. And I also had like landscaping fabric under, you know, underneath it so that weeds don't grow up through the gravel. Right. And I was like, all right, eight didn't do much. So I went back and I got 16 more. Mm-hmm. And that didn't do it. Oh, Jesus. And then, uh, so I went and got 12 more. So oh my God. a total of 36 bags. Wow. And actually, we went back and got 10 more after that. Oh, my God. So it was like 46 bags of gravel. It's a 15-foot circle. Right. So it's not giant, but, you know, yeah, it's substantial. Good size, yeah. So, the, you know, there's that. What I didn't buy what I wanted to buy and what we went to go buy today and we failed because they were fucking sold out. I fucked up and I should have just bought it a pressure washer. Ah, <laughs> yeah. I've, uh, I've had a number of pressure washers in my day. So I, we have one. I got it two years ago for free mm-hmm. and plugged it in. It fucking worked great. And then I loaned it out, got it back. Doesn't work. Yeah. And I'm just fucking you know, are you, what, uh, what kind of pressure washer are you getting? Are you getting gas or electric? No, I don't want to fucking deal with gas oh, motors dude. anymore. I don't want to deal with small, they're loud. They fucking suck. They require more maintenance. Fuck them. I'm telling you, dude, the Ryobi gas, uh, pressure washer from home Depot is real good. It's a, I won't give it's a Honda Depot engine a dollar if I can, help um, it. the, the electric ones. So, you know, with ink brigade, you know, we've been doing that for like 12 years or something. We've been through countless electric pressure washers, you know, those cheap, like $150 ones, and they're always awful. So this one was like 250 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I've had three of the uh, gas uh, Ryobi pressure washers and they've all been bulletproof. Uh, the reason I've been through three is the first one. Uh, so we have what's called an order picker. It's basically like a, um, a forklift that you ride up and down the forks, right? So you can lift yourself up like 25 feet. And I right. wanted to pressure wash the roof of my van. And so I'm up like, I don't know, 12 feet. And then I just pressure wash down at the roof of the van. And I knocked the pressure washer off the, the order picker to the ground. <laughs> so that wrecked the first one. And then the second one is the one that started on fire. And that was, it was my fault that it started on fire. <laughs> and that one melted. And so now we're on our third one. But other than, you know, Jamie happening to the pressure washers, they're great. So, and they're very low maintenance. So they always start on the first pole. Like, yeah, super happy with them. How much was that? <laughs> it was like 300 bucks. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't know. And and so what was your problem with the electric ones? Um, they seem to lose pressure over time. And I think it's due to the, pla- you know, all the parts are plastic in it, you know? So, hmm. yeah. I mean, are there, are you didn't, you didn't encounter any, you didn't like go for the high dollar electric one. We do now at Ink Brigade. Yeah. Like the like thousand dollar one because you oh, know, well, fuck that. I'm not trying to spend a thousand <laughs> yeah. bucks on a pressure well, washer. Uh, you know, you got to think like the pressure washer Ink Brigade's running eight hours a day, seven, six, right. uh, five days a week. You know what I mean? So it's like, okay, well, <laughs> you know, can you imagine how fucking clean and wet my house would be? If, uh, <laughs> We, so we have to pressure wash our house every year. Oh, really? Yeah, because... Are you guys by the ocean? Nope. There's just, there are a lot of big trees mm-hmm. and around us, they drop a lot of shit. Uh, right. Uh, it's real humid. 
It'll it'll just mildew. You know, there's yeah. there's, there's a lot of problems. Our house basically turns like I don't even know what color because I'm fucking colorblind. <laughs> yeah, it could uh, be fucking purple for all I know. The, I don't. I don't know. The cottage but, at the coast. We we're supposed to pressure wash it every couple of years and then re-oil it or whatever. So does the salt do something? Yeah, the salt water fucks it up. So does it have? Do you guys have cedar siding? Uh, is it one of those kind of joints? It's I don't know what kind of wood it is, but yeah, it's just like unfinished wood. Natural. Yeah. It's like one of those uh, Cape Cod looking joints. Yeah, you see a lot of, it's like most of the houses on the Oregon coast are that color. It's like a brown, like an oiled brown, and then eventually they yeah. turn gray, and you just have to pressure wash it and then re-oil it. It's like it. your underwear. Ha-cha-cha! <laughs> 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 Fuck. Anyways, yeah. Terrible radio. How you doing? Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's that's my my humble brag purchase and my my regret. Right. We did. Right. Yeah. We were gonna buy one. Yeah. We were gonna buy this two hundred and fifty dollar pressure washer, and then but we couldn't because I fucking didn't do it when I felt the impulse to right. do it. Uh, and then we, we were gonna do it today, and we whatever couldn't. So there you go. Yeah. That's what, ha- you know, I love pressure how many washing, times does dude. that happen with guitars for you? Oh, it's God. never happened with tools, but there's always that thing where you go back to a guitar store three times and you're sort of like, oh, fucking, you got the butterflies for a guitar or, yeah. or some amp or something. And then you go back that last time and you're like, this time I'm fucking taking it home and it's gone. Yeah, I've definitely. Or what's worse than that is the situation when you go back and you're like, it's mine. And you're like, hey, what? Uh, where's that thing? Oh, uh, someone came and put 15 bucks on it on layaway. And you're just like, fuck. <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah, that's happened more times than I care to admit. And uh, it's gotten to the point where I'm on the fence about buying something. I always think, okay, if I come back tomorrow and this is gone, how bummed am I going to be? Um, and then also right. I'll say to myself, I'm never going to regret buying this, you know, like, because money comes and goes, but when you get a guitar, you usually hang on to it, you know? Um, like, am I going to miss the 500 bucks three years from now, or am I going to miss not having this guitar? You know what I mean? So, right. And, and worst case scenario, you know, like you don't click with the guitar and then you just fucking sell it and get your money or more money back, you know? So I tend to err on the side of buy the guitar. (laughs) Hey, I have a fun spin on the segment. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is there anything that you want to, um, do you want to tell us that Jen bought this week? <laughs> like, oh yeah, well Jen bought a new electric toothbrush or some shit like that. Right, right. No, unfortunately, well, you know, Jennifer bought a cottage, so <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I mean, that's where all her fun money's going. You know, she busts my balls about whatever, but she bought an entire fucking house. So, right, yeah. Now she's uh, she's she doesn't you know she spends a lot of money on like plants and flowers and. Uh, she's been super into this like um, automated watering system that she built like with like drip lines and le- you know leaker hoses and it's all fucking automated in the backyard. It's pretty cool uh, what she did. So well, she's, that's uh, sweet. Yeah, she like takes me on these tours of like how all this shit gets watered and everything. So. Is it on a timer or is it just? Yeah, it's on like zone timers such that. Oh yeah. Cool. Yeah. So. I, I told her, you know, there's things we could get where uh, it'll measure the, like the moisture content of the soil and then it'll decide to water based on that. But she's like, that's just too techy for me. So 
So yeah, well, she does it seems like thing. it seems like you would it would be difficult to find the perfect and appropriate place to take that measurement. Yeah, well, okay. I think you put the sensors in a bunch of different spots, and then it'll turn on the zone. You know, the That's zone. That's what watering. she said. <laughs> so, yeah, I've seen the optics that. on our listeners. No one's going to be offended by that. Yeah, no. <laughs> uh oh so uh i noticed today one uh one year ago today was when we released the kid a episode of gold shower bits <laughs> is that right yeah the episode that will well, live in you infamy. know what happy birthday to fuck off kid a <laughs> you can still fuck off uh so funny for real yeah now that that episode's one year old it's like a veteran of fucking off <laughs> Still one of the worst albums we've reviewed. Yeah, for sure. Um, um, <laughs> Follow-up for from last... Was it last week that we did uh, Beach Boys, or was it the week before? That was the week before. Last yeah. week we did uh, oh, Dixie Little Feet. Chicken. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, so this is like two-week-old um, follow-up, but uh, I don't remember what I was looking at online, but people fucking hate Mike Love from from the beach boys yeah there's uh there was some article about how people didn't like him and all the comments were like fuck this guy (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and unfortunately i didn't save the thing but um like save the link and i can't i'm not gonna be able to put it in the show notes because i'm not gonna be able to find it but uh it was great because a bunch of the comments were like people's personal run-ins with mike love and what a dick he was (laughs) it was super funny it wasn't people that got their information from like memes or whatever. right, right, right. Yeah, no, it was people that were like, "Oh yeah, I worked at this golf resort, and you know, he came in and he was a dick, or he hit on my girlfriend, or you know, and he's like a seventy-year-old man, like, and she's like twenty-five, you know, like it was all right. kinds of stuff like that. So yeah, it was pretty interesting. I should have saved the link for that. I don't. Yeah, I don't remember why I don't give a fuck about him, but. Seems like I've read a lot of things over the years about how he's a turd. Right, yeah. But if you just, you know, that's the funny thing about things like Wikipedia. If you just take Wikipedia at face value, um, he doesn't seem all that bad. Yeah. (laughs) You know, he's into all this hippie shit, and he is into environmentalism, and, but I guess those people can also be cunts. Yeah. Um. Oh, and uh, so last week I was, instead of uploading the photo to the show notes of the ballerina with an erection, uh, I was like, you know what? I bet it's probably posted online a bunch of times, so I'll just Google search it and <laughs> paste in a link to something that's already uploaded. So I go, I did a DuckDuckGo search of ballerina, balla, ballerina with erection uh, with safe search, safe search turned off. Yeah, and you, got, uh, you said ballerina with erection, and so you probably got some interesting right. things yes right? I don't, well what's a male ballerina called are they called, uh, are they called the ballerina the, uh no ballerina uh typically i think that a, a word ending in a insinuates femininity oh right yeah that's uh except for barista i'm sure there are plenty of examples where that's not true i guess that's just in spanish yeah and then ending in o is the masculine Right. But I've never heard of a ballerino. Anyway, I'm sorry to interrupt. <laughs> Tell me what happened. Uh, let's see. Now I'm looking to figure out. You got oh, a bunch they're, of just called ba- they're just called ballet dancers. They're not called ballerina. 
Uh, anyways, yeah, the Google's re- uh, the search results, the image search results were uh, not not what I expected. <laughs> Did you get so, a bunch of like transgender, yeah, like ballerinas with yeah. cocks coming out of their? I got pipes? a bunch of that. A bunch of just straight up gay porn, uh, like images from gay porn clips on was it, different was things, and yeah, it was pretty wild. So, was it hot? Uh, I mean, I'm sure for somebody, but it wasn't really my thing. So. <laughs> Even though I'm the gayer of the two of us, so according to the Kinsey scale. Yeah, I don't know. I, I wouldn't be too sure. <laughs> uh, all right. It's time for us to pick the next two seasons, too, by the way. Oh, great. You want to do oh, that? Oh, I have a follow-up from, uh, from Dixie Chicken. Oh, really? Okay. My buddy, the, uh, my buddy uh, Justin picked that. Mm-hmm. He's a guitar builder in San Diego. That was his pick. Oh, He's, nice. Yeah. Um, he built a guitar that I used for this fucking charity video i'm still trying to goddamn finish because people are yeah difficult and hard to nail down but uh yeah he he built that donated it i played it sent it off they sold it and Uh, um, it's killer yeah yeah no he makes really cool sort of uh atomic era looking guitars you oh should wow check him out what's justin the, motander jones he follows the instagram what's the uh, website justin uh it'll be on instagram justin motander jones yeah and uh yeah his guitars are are wild looking they look like you know george jetson Whoa. was in a garage band is it mosguitars.com no no justin motander jones well that's what i searched and the top thing that came up was mose guitars so ah, i found um, him Mo. hey Cool it, buddy. I, I don't think that he's got a website. Here we go. Uh, oh, but I guess Mo's Guitars is carrying one. That's that's one of his yeah. guitars there. Gotcha. Um, that is one of the less Jetson-y looking ones. Right. Although it's pretty Jetson-y. <laughs> yeah. The headstock. I love the headstock. Yeah, these are cool. Uh, but uh, what is this one called? This is the one that I really like. Oh, this is the one that I actually played. No, that's not. The uh, Ranchita. You know, I have a... I get real wet for double cut guitars. <laughs> I don't know what it is about double cut guitars, but I'm just there. Yeah, these are just, cool, man. That's what I that's what I want. Yeah. There are very few single cut guitars that you know, that I get fired up about. Yeah. Offset, you know. I'm typically double cut. Playing cowboy chords, so it does, double cut doesn't really matter for me. <laughs> right. I mean the 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 double cut is always the, you know the what makes it a double cut is the upper bout and that it doesn't really matter right yeah you know but it's funny how many of my guitars are double cuts yeah but if you go down and find that guitar on the in the feed mm-hmm. it's cool it looks like an exaggerated you know almost like a uh like one of those early Bigsby guitars right right meets an SG and it's got this like beveled edging it's real cool that's cool yeah. Anyway. Anyway. That was his uh, album. Nice. Favorite album of the 70s. Thanks, Justin. Oh. I would have never heard it if it wasn't for you. So, uh, <laughs> Let's see. Yeah, so we got to pick the next few seasons. You want to do that at the end of the show, or should we fire it out now? Uh, let's do it now. Fuck okay. It. Yeah, why not? All right. So what we're going to do is uh, the listeners have voted, uh, well, submitted a form of their favorite albums from the last six decades. And Mike's going to call out random numbers and I'm going to find the corresponding line in our Google sheet. 
and that'll be what we're going to do. So really many people have done the survey and one person has done the survey many times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, that's right. Uh, all right. So man. 60s. All right, I'll go. Um, 37. 37. Uh, Charlie Mingus. Mingus, Mingus, Mingus is what it says. Is that a record? Charles Mingus. Oh, Charles Mingus. I thought it was Charlie Mingus. Anyways. Uh, all right. Killer. That's, that's going to be fun. Cool. Uh, the 70s. Uh, 12. 12. Fuck. Houses of the Holy. <laughs> Rad. <laughs> Our third Zeppelin fuck? episode. Okay. Well, you know, what do you, what do you want? Yeah, that's fine. What do you expect? It's a, Is that the only band that we've done multiple albums for? No, we've done two Bowie albums, and I think that's oh, yeah. it. So Two Bowie albums, and this is the third Zeppelin album? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. We did uh, Zeppelin 1, and then we did Physical Graffiti. Yeah. Great. So, right. Yeah. All right. On to the 80s. On to Let's the 80s. Let's go. Um, what, what's our high number, and what's, uh, what's our high number? Uh... There's some holes in there, but we're at 148. Oh, wow. Yeah. One, 132. 132 is Telephone Free Landslide Victory by Camper Van Beethoven. Oh, cool. Interesting. All, All right. right. 90s. Uh, 90s. Let's go 99. 99. It's going to be... <laughs> Finally, Drive Like Jehu, Yank Crime. Yes. Oh, so excited. <laughs> Fucking cancel it. A plus. Yep. <laughs> Perfect album. This is like. It really is. This is like the new, new testament. Yeah. This album. <laughs> it's so okay, good. Okay. So there you go. All it right. It gets none, none better. It gets 101 out of 100. Yeah. Uh, uh, all right. 2000s. <laughs> okay. 101. Let's see. 101. <laughs> the Return of Dr. Octagon by Dr. Octagon. All right. I don't know what that is, but... That's a great record. I think he's... he's uh, There's some is it homophobic a stuff in there. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. No, Dr. Octagon is fucking killer. It's... Uh, uh, what's his butt? I mean, he's got like uh, multiple multiple uh, identities. Okay. Isn't it cool, Keith? Uh, I, I don't know. I dropped out of oh, 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 speaking of which, uh, NWA Straight Out of Compton was released 33 years ago yesterday. So, oh, is that right? Yeah. Anyways, I dropped out of wow. hip hop after NWA broke up. <laughs> <laughs> Did you? Re- I mean, you're gonna have to come around. There's, there is. You can't just fucking hang. I mean, you can do whatever the fuck you want, but you can't just hang your hat on that and be like, eh. Sure, like, I can. You're, you're, I, well, that's what I'm saying, but it's, it's so good. I just you're, de- of course it is, but you're depriving yourself of other things that are good. Look, I sampled a couple of the Public Enemy records after Fear of a Black Planet and was disappointed, and that's when I hung up my hip hop uh, listening. So, well, yeah, they're not all fucking great. It's yeah. you know, I mean, I bought one of their records from. I mean, it feels like a new one, but it was like you know five or six years ago. And yeah, it's, you know, it's not good. Um, it's not good. Okay. Biggie, exactly. Biggie doesn't think Biggie's like, you got you bitches. You guys are bickering like a couple of bitches. Um, <laughs> hey. All um, right, let's keep going. Uh, 2010s. Right. 87. 87 is 
Come on, Sundown by Kings of Leon. Oh, okay, cool. We're back to the 60s? Back to the 60s. One. Oh, boy. How far are we going back? We're going way back. Uh, that's already <laughs> picked. It's uh, Zeppelin one, so pick another <laughs> number. Oh, we already picked it. Yeah. Okay, two. Uh, Abbey Road, The Beatles. Wow. Ayo. Hey. We'll, we'll see if it's any good. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be the judge of that. Yeah. Uh, 70s. Uh, 29. 29 is, uh, fuck, Truth, the Be- Jeff Beck group. Oh, Truth? Yeah. Which I feel like awesome. we picked this before and somehow it got bumped off the list. I don't remember what exactly that was, but I feel like oh. we picked this once before. I, I, I can't wait. All right. I mean, I listen to that record pretty regularly. Yeah. Already. Yeah, you've uh, definitely sung its praises, so I'm interested in listening to it. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, 80s. Uh, 49. 49. Oh. <laughs> Paul's Boutique by the Beastie Boys. Wow. Yeah. We're, we're fucking nailing them this yeah. time around. Well, huh? That's going to be a fucking, good couple of seasons. Yeah, no shit. I'm right. into this. So psyched. All right. Uh, 90s. Uh, let's go 77. 77 is uh, Catherine Wheel Ferment. Uh-huh. Okay. I don't, I don't know what that is, but... The, the Catherine Wheel, yeah. Oh, okay. That's someone's 90s pick. Correct. Yeah. For whatever reason, I thought we were in the 2000s, and I was like, sounds like someone got into their big brother's record collection late. <laughs> Uh, now we're on so the 2000s. 2000s? Yeah. Okay. Uh, 53. 53 is uh, The Future Heads, S T. Self-titled. Oh, self-titled. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let me write myself a note. Okay, 2010s. Uh, let's go uh, 113. 113. Opposites by uh biffy clyro b-i-f-f-y last name is biffy clyro okay they're uh they're i don't know where in europe they're from but we've i've played shows festival dates with them oh nice all right charlie mingus how's the holy telephone free landslide victory drive like jehu return of dr octagon come around sundown abbey road truth balls boutiques cap the catherine wheel the future heads and opposites are the next two seasons awesome yeah this is good that's yeah, gonna be some good there's stuff. no real stinkers in there huh yeah uh, well there's stuff i'm unfamiliar with so you never know but we'll <laughs> see <laughs> we will see we will <sighs> see all right so this any week, other feedback no that's all i got unless you got something um i fucking i can't i can't remember <laughs> So this week we're doing uh, The Bridge. It's a tribute to Neil Young, a a compilation album of covers by alternative bands. Came out in 1989, and it was, uh, Neil had started a uh, school with his wife called The Bridge School. Uh, Neil has, um, the the school was founded uh, in 1986, uh, Neil has, uh, his son, Ben has cerebral palsy. His son from a previous marriage, Zeke, uh, also has cerebral palsy. And then his daughter, Amber has epilepsy. So I think his two sons, um, attended this school. Uh, anyways, this is a, is a benefit album, uh, for the, the bridge school that him and his wife started. So 
How fuck is it? Or does he have three kids and three kids only? Uh, from what I could tell, yeah. Jesus Christ. So Neil actually, um, so the last thing I want is for this to turn into a Neil Young episode because I feel like there's some great Neil Young episodes and we could really dig into stuff about Neil, but that's not really this record. So, um, but I do have a few notes about Neil that I thought we should highlight. And uh, Neil actually had polio when he was a kid and then uh, also as a kid had type one diabetes and also uh, found out a little bit later in life that he was uh, had epilepsy. So Neil's had, you know, some of his own health issues. issues. And so I don't know if it's like a genetic Good thing that, ha- you know, God contributed to the, uh, ep- you know, his son's having epilepsy, but you know, it's, it's, I'm not sure. Not, I'm sorry, not epilepsy, cerebral palsy. And I don't know how, uh, cerebral palsy, you know, if that's a hereditary thing or something that happens, you know, in gestation Seem- or whatever, but right. seems like a pretty strange coincidence for uh, yeah, the yeah. odds would be against, you know, right. This being, uh, yeah, whatever. Yeah. You get it. So, um, yeah. So the, this, uh, record was, uh, put out by, Ca- uh, Caroline records who, um, <laughs> I know very little about record labels, but I know they did, uh, some of the misfits stuff in the early nineties. They put out a bunch of, bunch of shit. Yeah. And then, uh, uh, Lyle Pressler, the guitar player from Minor Threat, who's one of my all-time favorite guitar players, was uh, uh, somebody that worked at that label as well. So, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so my, you know, in trying to figure out what to do about this record, uh, I thought, you know what, I'll look at some reviews of this record by regular people. And <laughs> my favorite Amazon review of this record is, all it is is a headline, and it just says, it is what it is. you know that's my least favorite of all cliches really really (laughs) it is what it is it's like how how much less can you actually say right right in in that many words yeah like you those what a waste of words but it's kind of a perfect review for this record (laughs) yeah i thought about looking at reviews from from the era when it came out. Mm-hmm. I swear I bought this record when it came out, and I remember being disappointed in it then. Oh, wow, yeah. I mean, really, it's it's a mostly unlistenable record. Yeah, it's bad. It's got it's got some moments. Oh, for sure. Um, you know? There's, yeah, it has some moments. One of the things I thought was interesting in looking at the reviews for this record, you know, like end user, like, you know, real people reviews, was how many um, people bought this record because they were fans of bands on this record, and then it turned them on to Neil Young, which really, yeah, yeah. It's know. like the it's like uh, the original version of that meme where it's like um, Kanye West and and Paul McCartney, and they're like, <laughs> he really gave that old <laughs> this old unknown guy a chance, or right? Whatever. right. Yeah. This fucking kid, you know, yeah, yeah, pretty much. So you know, one of the things I. I one of the things I dig about Neil is um, I, I think that him and his wife probably had something to do with this record, um, you know, because it's benefiting the bridge school and stuff. And I always loved how Neil was into new bands, you know, like Neil did that stuff with Devo in the eighties when yeah. Devo was just coming up and it, you know, 
I always thought that was really cool. And um, he even put yeah, out he's a baller. He even put out uh, what, what was that um, record where it was all electronic stuff, and he sued Geff, Geffen sued him over it or whatever. Uh, it's not very good. It's not, yeah. But I mean, it's Neil trying to, you know. I would think he would at that time he was uh, involved a little bit with Devo, and so I think that stuff kind of rubbed off on him. Now, granted, he didn't do a good job of, you know, <laughs> doing Devo. I thought it was cool, you know, that he tried to move forward a little bit like that, you know? So, yeah. Yeah. Um, I kind of thought maybe we could go, I, I know it was a disaster when we did the white album track by track, but I kind of thought <sighs> since this was all different bands, uh, maybe we go through it track by track. <laughs> I mean, are we going to go through it track by track and talk about the bands and talk about the song and talk about Neil Young and talk about the original recording? Also, the thing I no. considered that is going to be tricky is, and I know you're doing the cover this week. I was just like, doing a cover of someone's cover, yeah, you know, is well, weird. <laughs> well, the cover that I picked uh, is Winter Long by the Pixies, and I'd, I'd never heard Neil Young's version of that until this week. Oh, really? Yeah. So my take on that song is the pixies take oh so that uh that's one of the bright spots on the album for sure yeah for sure it's i think it's the best song on the record um now let me pull up the track list here if that's how we're gonna do this yeah i just i wrote some notes for each track <laughs> so, i didn't you I, know because i don't i'll be it, honest i i listened to it three times yeah i think i listened to it twice yeah well, it's not on Spotify, so it wasn't easy to get the stuff. And I've been fucking, you know, this is my full-time job, people. <laughs> so. Hey, don't let them believe that. <laughs> I'm Let's fine with here. it not being my full-time job. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, here's the thing. Like, some of, some of these weren't particularly offensive, but they just were really unnecessary. But what I did find myself, like, sort of considering as i listened to these and thought like oh god i feel like i'm suffering through this because the original is so <laughs> right. much better yeah is that that's basically what i do every fucking week and sometimes they're not <laughs> you're, you're talking about uh with cow drifts yeah that's you hilarious know, that's quite the I'm realization like, well yeah it was it was a it's just like one of those things where I set out to try and put my own stamp on all these songs that I'm doing, but right. I realized as it went on, it just was really fucking hard to do. Yeah. Um, so I'm not like, anyway, some of these are pretty straight, pretty straight covers, you know, yeah. some of them very much not so. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I don't know. A lot, just mostly the recordings suck too. Yeah, most for of sure. them. You know, I guess I didn't realize when did this record come out? Uh, 89. Yeah, that's fucking crazy. I don't think I had it in 89. I don't think I got it until 91. Okay. But in 91, I thought it sucked. Yeah. Yeah, it's, and it's not, it's not good. <laughs> so if you want to start with the Soul Asylum track, should we have some fun? Should we grade each song? Oh, God, no. Because... Instead of... <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't want to do that? Well, the problem is I wrote notes over the last few days, and so grading it would make it so I would have to actually remember all of the songs. Okay, that's and fine. I'm not, I'm not good at remembering short-term stuff like that, so... 
cool. All right, cool. Uh, yeah, Soul Asylum's a band from Minneapolis, and <laughs> I'm not a Soul Asylum fan, even though I'm from Minneapolis. Uh, I never thought I would say this about Soul Asylum, a Soul Asylum song, but this one's better than a lot of the songs on the record. So they do barstool is, blues, yeah. yeah. So I was uh, very surprised by that, actually. So, you know, here's the thing about, can we talk about Soul Asylum yeah. for a moment? I feel like they started out as this sort of like post-replacements kind of thing. Right. And then, of course, you know, kind of like the Goo Goo Dolls or whatever, they they had a big 90s hit, and then it was just sort of like, I don't know, how do you follow that up, right? Right. Uh, they're not the worst band in the world. They're not the best band in the world. Right. But I don't know. I think, you know, they're probably most well-known because that guy dated the fucking klepto chick. Oh, um, Winona Ryder. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's funny sidebar. There's a, uh, city in Minnesota called Winona. It's Winona, Minnesota. And really? yeah, the, uh, it rhymes. <laughs> the, uh, it sounds, it sounds like Menomina. So in Winona, there was a, 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 a skateboard ramp and they put out a video, you know, like a local skate video yeah. and it was called the Winona Riders. Of course. Yeah. I thought that was pretty There funny. was a band called the Winona Riders. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. So I don't know. It, it was, it, it was, a, it's fine. It was a great way to start the record. Yeah. In 1989, these guys didn't have a hit song yet. In no. 1989, uh, Nick Cave and the Pixies were the two biggest bands right. on this record. Like, they were the selling points. Yeah, for sure. Um, but the next song. Move on? Yeah. That's, we've already said all the nicest things we can say, say about Soul that song. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, that's the last time they're ever brought up on this podcast. <laughs> Probably. I'm really not. hoping. I'm sure. I'm sure that someone that we know oh, is going to go, you know, put one of their songs on eight times now. Yeah. For their, their <laughs> albums. Uh, I did not mind the Victoria Williams song. So don't let me down. Don't let it bring you down by Victoria Williams and the Williams brothers. So there's a lot of Williams in that band. <laughs> uh, I thought it was, yeah, I thought the song was a good attempt, but I think like the tone or timbre of that lady's voice is pretty bad. So uh, I don't, I didn't mind it. Yeah. It has a, you know, it has like a old timey kind of thing going on, Yeah, you know? And, and I like that. Yeah. I was not a fan. Uh, yeah. Uh, after uh, that the, doesn't surprise me. Yeah. But the original song is is fucking incredible. What a, one thing I realized when listening to these songs done by other people, especially when they were doing straight covers, is that reinterpretations of the songs were really boring because it didn't have the fucking fire and intention and spirit behind it. Right. It was just like some fucking boring ass recreation. Yeah. And uh, it made me quite, you know, it's like, okay, what makes a good song? Because when Neil does it, it's fucking incredible. But when someone else right. does the exact same thing, because, you know, we, we can, we often will argue like, oh, well, a good song is a good song. You know, you, you, it can be done electronically. It can be done acoustically. Mm -hmm. You can do it uh, over like a metal song. You can, you know, this, that, and the other. 
Uh, but I guess you can do it boring and then it makes you question everything. <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, so fucking troubling. That makes me question Neil Young. I don't like that. I don't think he's to be questioned. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Yeah. That's interesting because, you know, you're saying uh, yes, the theory is if a song's great, it's great no matter who does it. But then a bunch of these yeah. are not great. So, meaning that's right. A bunch of the songs are. <laughs> That Neil's doing are not great songs. That's uh, interesting. Well, it makes you think that maybe they're not great songs, but his, but he's great, and so he, when he does, like whatever he does, is you know, there's a pretty good chance it's going to at least be very good. Well, I mean, you know, Neil's not a great singer, but he's perfect for what he does, and I love it. But you know, he's the best Neil Young I've ever known. But you know what I mean? Like his voice yeah. is not. No, he's not Jeff Textbook, Buckley. Textbook, you know, great voice, yeah. but I can't. Neither is Frank Black. Yeah, but I mean, he kills yeah. it on his song, so. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's, you know, it's it's part good song um, and part of, you know. Part what, performer. Yeah, so interesting. Yeah. But so, that was one thing that, you know, I don't know, came up. I don't remember which song it was. Maybe Cinnamon Girl. But anyway, mm. let's move on. All right, what's next? The Flaming Lips doing After the Gold Rush. I thought this was perfect. Really? Um, yeah. Well, I, they reinterpreted the song as a Flaming Lips song, and yeah. that guy's voice is, it's the perfect range to cover a Neil Young song. You know what I mean? I mean, Neil sings really also high. Also, not a good singer. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And so that's but, why I thought it fit so well. And then, I, you know... The Flaming Lips really made it a Flaming Lips song, you know? So, yeah. I thought it was cool. I liked it. No, I liked it too. Um, it was interesting because I remember hearing this originally mm -hmm. and just thinking, like, what is this? Like in 1991, <laughs> right, I was just right. like, what is this garbage, you know? Um, but now I listen to it. I'm like, all right, sure. Yeah. You know? And knowing the Flaming Lips, right. at the time, yeah. I, I had never heard of them. All I knew was like, this guy can't even sing as good as Neil Young. Right. And Neil Young is not a great singer. <laughs> it's funny, I have a joke about that in, later in my notes here. <laughs> but but uh, <laughs> I can't wait to hear you read one of your jokes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> cats out of the bag. Uh, um, but try you, to make it feel natural. Yeah. I, Maybe I, read it ahead of time and then... <laughs> think about it no you know i'm gonna read it and stumble through just telling the joke that's kind of my thing uh, uh but yeah it's good like i kept thinking about that drummer oh right yeah um as as this was playing through as it was happening like the whole thing is pretty good and it's like i don't know whatever they're they're fine they're yeah. great the flaming lips are great what yeah. can i say about them i think if you like the flaming lips you'll you'll dig this cover so yeah because you're a flaming lips fan and it's the flaming lips right <laughs> <laughs> i mean it doesn't seem like you know a lot a lot of times a band will do a cover that doesn't fit for them you know what i mean like if we'd right. never heard of neil young and and that was never a hit you would never know that oh this wasn't a flaming lips written song so yeah i right. thought they did a good job with it uh so the next one is that nikki sudden mm-hmm doing captain kennedy yeah this one was pretty tough to get through yeah 
Did not care for it. Uh, we listened to it in the car. Christine was like, what is this garbage? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm sorry, it sucks, right? And she's like, this is terrible. What are you doing? Yeah. What are you, why are you listening to this? <laughs> like, well, this is the record that, you know, this is the one that we're doing this week. Yeah. She was like, yeah, wow. Typically, especially if it's something like this, I don't, I don't make her suffer through this shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, this one didn't have a choice, really. Yeah. That guy died young, 49. I don't know what he died of. Um, died of a sudden heart attack. Who, Nikki Sutton? Yeah. Hmm. Age 49 after performing at the Knitting Factory. Doesn't say which one. Yeah. New York, maybe. Uh, he certainly was, um, he's an English guy. Yeah. What is it without, there's all, there are all these English songwriters that people are really into that I just, and are, they're, I think they all kind of came after the Velvet Underground. Okay. Where it's just this like, not, where there's this like, it feels stumbling, yeah. but people are delivering it with confidence. And it's just like, <laughs> n- you know, it's like not great, but it's confident. Right. And I, this is, that's what I feel about this this fella's interpretation of this song that's every song i've written (laughs) (laughs) anyway if i had to anyway if i had to grade this one on its own i'd give it a fucking d yeah so i fucking hated it so this captain kennedy song you know like back in the 50s you could like go into they had um like places where you could go and you could cut a record, you know, um, right. like, and, and they would print you one record. I feel, yeah. I feel like, you know, so a lot of people would do like covers and stuff. <laughs> yeah. I feel like this is one of those. And then somebody like found it at a rummage sale and then was like, Oh, Hey, let's put this on the record. It's like, if your drunk uncle was walking through Memphis, he's like, I'm going to go in and do bebop a bop Yeah. It's so bad. And right. you know, There's this song band hanging around. This, this, this song is like a wonderful, you know, you hear the term polishing a turd. Uh, this song is a wonderful <laughs> example of that because you can put tons of phaser and reverb on somebody's voice and it's still terrible. Yeah. That's yeah, also, this, I hate the fucking, the drum sound is that sort of like Jesus and Mary chain drum sound Yeah, that, you know, it's like big reverbs on the, on the snare. It's right. just, it's just not good. I don't like it. Right. Sorry, uh, if sorry if there are Nikki Sutton fans out there, but <laughs> tough shit. This is our show. Yeah. <sighs> this was a tough one, you guys. It was tough to listen to this record. And if you have a fucking soft constitution, I do not recommend listening to it. And 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 if you're a Neil Young fan, I do not recommend no. listening to it. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. All right. Should we move on? Yeah. I just don't, I don't want to fucking, we'll just, I don't want to disparage dead people anymore. Yeah, that's fine. They're Cinnamon dead. Girl sucked too. Yes. Cinnamon Girl probably sucked the biggest dick out of all of them. I don't even know. Yeah. I think, uh, I think the singer on the, in this is almost a good, as good a singer as Neil Young. <laughs> I can't tell if that's a compliment or, or not. <laughs> it doesn't feel like it. It doesn't feel like a compliment. Mm-hmm. Tell me. Well, what do you think? <laughs> <laughs> it is not a compliment. Are you a Neil Young fan? Uh, 
I don't regularly listen to Neil Young, but whenever I hear it, I I really like it. Yeah. Okay. That's so, good enough. That's yeah. a good enough answer. Although every once in a while I hear some songs and I'm like, this is terrible. So. Right. Yeah. Some of his like, some of his stuff is kind of cringy. You know what I mean? Like, even though he's, he's like picked out a, like a good cause to sing about or whatever, it's just like, ugh, you know, it doesn't seem to work. But I mean, other stuff's fucking classics, you know, I mean. I'm a fan and I fucking, I'm embarrassed to say I've never seen him perform. And I just, when I think about that, I almost go into a panic state. Yeah. Because he's getting yeah, he's old. 75, I think. So, you know, he's fucking old as balls and he's going to die and I'm going to fucking have to live the rest of my miserable life knowing that I never saw him perform and sing. Right. And I don't want that to happen. One of the things I was thinking about is, you know, Neil's voice, speaking voice isn't any deeper than or higher than mine. It's roughly in the same range. He can sing so unbelievably high and I just, I don't get it like i cannot you know I was, I was playing acoustic guitar last night and and playing some neil young songs and i could not even get in the same universe as uh, right you know in that range it was amazing it, and so you know as you get older the high end y- your ability to sing high diminishes and yeah. at 75 like i wonder how he's doing live on these high singing parts you know what i mean like are they tuning down can he still sing those songs in that I don't maybe, know if it's, I don't know that it's down. falsetto, but. Well, he's not belting it out. He's like, you yeah. know, it's, almost, it's, it's not, it's not like powerful uh, diaphragm singing. It's like right. throat, high throat singing. I, I still, I can't even do that. So I will say, you know, after listening to, um, after listening to this record, it made me want to listen to, you know, the originals. And so I spent last night uh, listening to Neil Young when i was by myself for hours at a time and boy that shit can bring you down <laughs> it's really <laughs> really <laughs> fucking <laughs> heartbreaking songs yeah uh, if you have a tedious mental state i would suggest not listening to it when you're alone so <laughs> no it's no it's tough <laughs> yeah. it's um there's uh everybody knows this is nowhere that album is incredibly beautiful yeah um uh, that's one of my favorites. Harvest is great. Silver yeah. and Gold is great. You know, they got a lot of fucking great, a lot of great music. It's, um, you know, and listening to his stuff last night, you know, because, I, I, yeah, I always just listen to it as, you know, oh, it's on, I'll listen to it. Um, but as a, I don't want to call myself a critic, but listening to it critically, it was surprising how country influenced a lot of those songs seemed to me that I'd never really picked up on before a lot of slide guitar oh, yeah. and stuff. And then, you know, he writes these beautiful, uh, like piano ballads. And then he'll write something like, uh, uh, I don't know the official name, but keep on rocking in the free world. Such a yeah. fucking amazing rocks, you know, Oh, it's just dirge. Yeah. It's so rad. And then, uh, what's the song? Uh, is it cinnamon girl that has a one note solo? <laughs> Oh, that's uh, a ding, 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 ding. Yeah, it's not Cinnamon Girl. And then it goes no, but then it changes. It goes. You're thinking of something else. I don't think so. Cinnamon Girl's got the 
This is terrible radio. But that's not one note. Listen. All right, let's go to the let's go to the Spotify. All right, I'm going. Let's see. We we weren't gonna make this a Neil Young podcast, and here we are. All right. The song you're thinking of is Down by the River. No. Yeah, Down by the River. That's what I was thinking of. It's one note, right? I didn't hear him do a one note solo there. I heard him play a bunch of arpeggiated chord notes. You don't hear a... Nope. All right, we're going to have to agree to disagree on that one. If you want to hear a one note solo, listen to Down by the River. That's not what I was thinking of. But anyways, doesn't matter. Let's move on. Sorry, I was playing it on my end. I don't, I don't have it feeding through. Anyway. Yeah, no, he's a fucking crazy, interesting guitar player. and see, Like, there's no one like him. Yeah. And I think, you know, I, I fucking love his playing. I love his guitar playing because he is, uh, is wild, first of all. Right. Like, when he, when he plays a guitar solo, it looks scary. Yeah. Like, it looks scary. It looks like he could fall over, he could break his guitar. It sounds like it looks also. Yeah. You know, like the sound that's coming out of him. Like, uh, who's that fucking, the the young guy who's in the Almond Brothers, who is like the <laughs> nephew of the fucking brother-in-law, and he's a fucking, he's like the most amazing slide. Guppy is so pissed right now. He's like the pretty much the most amazing slide player. Derek Trucks. Ah, uh, okay. Like, Derek Trucks plays the slide guitar, and it is unbelievably beautiful. And he is a statue. Like, he makes the ox look like Jimi Hendrix. Yeah. You know, like, and the ox <laughs> was frozen in, on, you know, on stage, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, and But Neil Young is, like, stomping his feet and his fucking weird stringy hairs flying around. And he's just, like, a wild man. And the sound that's coming out visually matches what you see. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, it's a sound you imagine if you had your ears plugged or you had the video muted and you were watching, it sounds just (laughs) like, you know, you already know what it sounds like. Yeah, he's like, like, especially now, it's like he's really settled into the I'm never going to shower or (laughs) look at my hair again. (laughs) He's, He's like if the Big Lebowski was a rock star, you know what I mean? Just like... Uh, I did see a clip of him doing, um, oh fuck, a uh, day in the life last night playing live and, really? uh, yeah. And he's just, he, it looks like he's playing like a large theater, you know, it doesn't look like it's a, at an arena. And, uh, when Paul McCartney's part comes, Paul McCartney comes running out from side stage and sings Whoa. with him. It was really fucking cool. Yeah. And you know, Paul's like fashionable you know he's dressed nicely and then neil it's like i mean i swear he almost had neil looks like a fucking like a a fringe suede jacket that you dug out from underneath a fucking broken down car in a barn that's overgrown with weeds right it's like like, 
it's like he's he looked like he was wearing a kimono with a metallica t-shirt on it on and then right before he ran up to sage somebody rubbed a balloon on his head you know <laughs> it's fucking bananas dude uh, yeah yeah fucking neil young man but i mean he's a fucking crazy i don't know how much you know about him but i wouldn't you know if if I could be a fly on the wall, mm-hmm. I would love to be a fly on the wall. I would hate to be one of his peers and, tr- you know, uh, <laughs> like the Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young thing. Oh, like right. those guys, like he v- just bailed on those guys more times than he joined. Yeah, yeah. He's, he'd just be like, nah, fuck you guys, man. You guys, you guys are dicks. You can fuck off. I'll go back to doing my own thing yeah. and be way happier. Yeah. But I don't really know how the crazy horse guys feel about him. I haven't really. But I think he's pulled the rug out from them as, a few times as well. He's pulled the rug out from his wife's uh, multiple wives. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyways, let's not. Uh, he Neil seems Young a little bit podcast. like maybe, you know. Yeah, yeah. We don't, let's, yeah. We don't need to disparage him because his art is fantastic. And yes. I don't know. For a fact that he's a cock, and unlike a lot of unlike a lot of artists uh, that we talk about that we like, uh, I don't think he's a child molester. So, (laughs) (laughs) wow, I never thought that that would be the bar. Yeah, apparently, bar is pretty low. Yes. Wow. Okay. All right. Next track. Not that you know of, at least. Yeah. No, not that I know of. Um. Yeah. Fuck. What song were we talking about? Cinnamon Uh, Girl sucked. Yeah. Hopeless was great. Nick Cave's decision to sing an octave lower was was the right one. Oh, so I don't I don't know that I've ever heard Nick Cave. I mean, I know oh, who he really? is. I've uh, never actually listened to it. And um, you know, after listening to him do this, I was like, wow, this is great. <laughs> so uh, maybe I should check out Nick Cave. His music. I mean, excuse me. You would you would. You would love Murder Ballads. You would love that album. Yeah. But I think that you, as a fan of punk rock music and good recordings um, and just like sonic goodness, you would appreciate his body of work. Bless you. Bless you. I've seen him play a number of times. He's a great performer. He's a little like, he's a funny character, you know? I yeah. think he was a junkie as a young man. He's a, you know, he's a real artist, but yeah. he's sort of turned into this fucking Neil Diamondy kind of character. Oh, really? I love Neil yeah, Diamond. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. But, you know, he's got this like booming baritone voice. Yeah. And not a lot of his, you know, his... his <laughs> he's sort of settled into some stuff, you know? in okay. his older age but it's 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 pretty showbiz you know oh, really he's he's a real stage guy and mm. um but you should <laughs> go watch some videos it's it's pretty amazing it just really is amazing but his fucking band is incredible unbelievable huh uh anyone who likes kid a or anything radiohead does <laughs> over the bad seeds can fucking go pound sand yeah Hmm. but anyway this song was great it on the surface seems like a straight cover but the sort of accompaniment and the this is a really pure uh reinterpretation i I, it's one of my favorites on the on the album 
One of the things I noticed on this track was uh, like the guitar backing rhythm track kind of reminded me of Knocking on Heaven's Door by, um, right. Uh, what's his name? Bob, uh, Bob Dylan. Groland. Bob Dylan. Thank you. Bob Groland. <laughs> I was going to say Bob Dole, but yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Mr. Soul by He's, Bongwater. Did you ever get into Bongwater? It's pretty fucking weird. No. I had one of their records in 1991 when I was just buying everything like bong water, fucking fudge tunnel, uh, just whatever, whatever I saw on 120 minutes mm -hmm. or whatever I read about in spin, you know? Yeah. I would go, I would go buy the CDs on payday and bong water was one of those things. And they are a fucking trip. Huh? Yeah. I never heard of them. Well, it's fucking, it's weird and it's fun. It's art rock, I guess. Yeah. You know? Uh, but fuck this cover. Yeah, uh, it seemed like the main the main riff kind of reminded me of uh, "Let's Spend the Night Together" by the Stones. <laughs> um, I did. I didn't love it. Yeah, you know, no. It was just kind of like, well, thanks for contributing something, guys. <laughs> Appreciate the effort. I would have uh, probably rather heard the band, the Minneapolis band Bong Ritual, uh, do this cover. They're very good. I'd have rather heard Bong Ripper. <laughs> I don't know who Bong Ripper is. Lots of Bong bands. <laughs> bong. The Bong Tour. Hey, bong. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway. Yeah. Not great. No. Moving on. Winter Long by the Pixies. I think this is Pretty the best killer. song. On the, yeah. This is the best song on the I, record by far. I, I mean, I feel like they took the song. They were like, all right, we can do this song. And they really put their their stamp on it the, yeah and it really felt like the pixies they had the the two-part harmony thing going right. on which you know they're they're by far from flawless like their harmonies are, are real squirrely and this is pre you know uh, uh tuning you know music yeah, like yeah, uh, for sure. you know no pro tools no audio tuning auto tune whatever right but that's the fucking beautiful thing about the pixies yeah like it's it's fucking genuine and uh yeah that's one of my favorites on the album too and also the recording sounds pretty good yeah i love kim deal's voice she's oh, yeah god such an amazing singer i love the tone of her voice as do i uh the next one's interesting computer age by sonic youth so i actually did a little pre-production on this one oh um the there's a like a little guitar lick on the intro, and I'm like, mm -hmm. I've heard this before, uh, so I'll play that for you here. So first up is uh, Sonic Youth from the song Computer Age, and then the next is uh, the mystery song. Oh, wait a minute. Do you know what the second one is? Uh... <laughs> It wasn't, that wasn't the Minutemen, was it? No, it was the yeah. end of the song Police Story by Black Flag from the Damaged album. Yeah. I was like, oh, it's a weird little, you know, uh, I forget the word, atonal guitar lick. And then I'm like, wait a second, I know this lick. <laughs> so, I mean, it's not exactly the same, but. Is there a lyrical or content type reference to to the other song in it where they, where they were being, they were taking 
some creative license there where they were like, oh, let's interject this bit because it does this. I don't know. I didn't look at the lyrics and I don't know the lyrics for uh, Computer Age. So I don't know how that would, if or how that would tie into police stories. It would be a huge coincidence if it wasn't intentional. (laughs) Yeah, right? Like that's a pretty fucking out there guitar line. So, and I mean, it's not exactly the same, but it's pretty close. We'll do it again. All right. I mean, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I would think yeah. that uh, Sonic Youth has heard that Black Flag record, so <laughs> I would think so. You know, they were on SST I for a while. I would think so. They may have actually been on SST when they did this, so. Uh, I think so. 88 or 89, yeah. So, yeah. Interesting. All right. Uh, I didn't think the song was bad. So, here's something that is going to be an unpopular opinion. I was never really a Sonic Youth fan. I am not a Sonic Youth fan at all. (laughs) And it's not that I'm an unfan. I just, and there, there are definitely moments that I'm like, oh, yeah, this is cool. Yeah. But for the most part, the, there's just, it doesn't appeal to me. Yeah. I mean, I dig some of the stuff that were, you know, radio friendly hits like dirty boots and stuff like that, I think is great. Uh, or cool thing is great, but the whole experimental, whatever that is Sonic youth, I just don't get it and I don't care for it. So yeah. Yeah. Same. Same. You think, I mean, it's one of those things that it's one of those bands they're like the Beatles of experimental indie rock <laughs> to some people. I mean, okay. you know what I'm saying? Uh, like, yes. And uh, I mean, I, I understand that they were doing things with sound and, and with alternate tunings and, and all that, but I just, I don't, I don't really care. Yeah. I, I don't, you know, I don't, it's not that I, I don't care cause I think it sucks. It's just that it, it never grabbed me. Maybe yeah. it will one day. Yeah. Fuck, I, the replacements took a while for me. Uh, Yeah, I don't think it's ever going to grab me. <laughs> so I like songs, you know. <laughs> right. Fair um, Only Love Can Break Your Heart by Psychic TV. My only note is I, not bad. <laughs> I, I kind of liked this one. Yeah. It was of the second half of of this whole thing. I thought it was, thought it was pretty great. Yeah. I don't know much about that band. Yeah, I don't know anything about them. I feel like they had something to do with, like, Throbbing Gristle, maybe? Hmm. Like, hold on, let's look up. Mike Reed's Wikipedia. Um, Yeah. Um, Yeah, this, uh, an English experimental video art and music group. So, artists. More artists. And, you know, that's what indie rock was back then. Like we all, right. you know, we think about indie rock and, and alt rock as, you know, Dinosaur Jr. as one of the bands that I think about first when I think about that. R.E.M., yeah. I guess, also. But there's this whole other art rock element that was happening alongside that stuff. And these guys were one of those groups. And I fucking, yeah, I liked this cover. Yeah, I thought it was all right. Uh, this song is one of my favorite Neil Young songs. Yeah, no, it's great. Um, Let's see, I'm starting to run out of time here. 
right. Can we skip over a lot of love and leave that for last? Because I do have some notes about that one. Sure. I mean, I I think that someone, I think someone else did a cut. Linda Ronstadt dude, covered dude. it, right? <laughs> Can we save it for last? Sure. Because <laughs> okay. you're, you're going to skip over the next three and be like, these suck. The Henry Kaiser songs, this Needle in the Damage Done, I didn't like. I, thought the, I didn't like the medley. I thought the first half was good, and then when it gets rocking, it sucks. <laughs> so Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I would agree. I, did, I didn't mind the, let's just do this other one out of sequence now as well. Okay. Because he appears on here twice. I don't know why. Oh, yeah. I didn't notice that. Yeah, he does words. And I thought that that one was pretty good. I thought I liked that one, actually. Yeah, I have that it's weak but listenable. So Yeah. I don't know who Ball is. <laughs> I don't either, but uh, I just, my note is this kind of, this kind of sucks. So, <laughs> and kind of, <laughs> is, an kind upper of ca- sucks. is an uppercase. What does so that I don't, mean? I don't know. It, All right, now, so I know you wanted to blaze through those so you could talk about Dinosaur Jr. Believe it or not, no. Um so this is Lou Barlow singing, I'm pretty sure, and it's fucking awful. I love Dinosaur yeah. Jr., and this is terrible. And I've heard Dinosaur do some other covers where Lou's singing, and it's I don't know if they like hate the song, and so they decide to make fun of it and make Lou sing it and sing it badly. But yeah, this cover's fucking awful. But, but Lou can sing when he wants yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's why I feel like, are they making fun of this stuff? Like, you know what I, I mean? I don't know. So, but this is terrible. It's yeah, garbage. Absolutely. It's it's one of the worst songs on the album. By far. But I would rather listen to Nirvana do Do You Love Me. <laughs> yeah, that's the, yeah, when uh, Chris Novosel just singing that one. It's terrible. Yeah. yeah, it's terrible, but I but I like it better than this. I did not realize this was a Neil Young song. Because it was a Neil uh, Linda Ronstadt song to you? So this song is was released by a lady named Nicolette Larson. It reached number eight in the United States on the top uh, top ten top one hundred Billboard charts. Yeah. She released it the same year that Neil released it. So Neil wrote it, released it, and then she did a cover and, <laughs> and it went to number eight, which is crazy. Like you're just like, hey. Uh, I like your song. I'm going to take it and like do way better with, with it than you did. <laughs> like, but at the what same he time, he you got know, paid. well, here's, here's the, so after doing some more research, uh, apparently she was dating Neil when he was doing the comes a time sessions. So she was actually his girlfriend when he wrote and recorded this. So I would think he probably was okay with her. I don't, I don't know if she was dating him when her girlfriend or out. not he got paid yeah because yeah, that's sure. just the business side yeah. of it i mean he owned the publishing he wrote it yeah uh yeah if she can make a hit song out of it i'm sure he's just fine with it yeah so uh yeah nicolette larson um she died in on december 16th 1997 as a result of complications ri- arising from so cerebral edema triggered by liver failure according to her friend astrid young neil's half-sister larson had been showing symptoms of depression her fatal seizure was in no small way related to her chronic use of valium and tylenol pm she was only 45 wow yeah so kind of sad don't hey kids don't do drugs yeah right don't mix that shit that seems to be what gets a lot of people um like I said, I'd never heard Neil's version before. And, you know, I liked her version. Uh, Neil's version is fucking awesome. 
Uh, no, he's a fucking yeah. super badass, I was, man. I was like, wow, this fucking rules. So, um, you know, if you're like me and you're a very casual Neil Young fan and haven't listened to all of every album, I would definitely search this cover, or well, his original version of this out. Uh, it was very, I liked it a lot. So here's um, something that, uh, oh, did you ever watch The Last Waltz? You don't care about that shit, right? <laughs> John tries to get me to watch that shit all the time. And I always, he's him and Matt would like smoke pot and watch it every day. Like I've never seen it. (laughs) They're crazy about it. So he, he appears in it. He plays with a band. They do helpless and it's fuck. It's so good. But I just go, cause it occurred to me, like we're talking about all these covers and we're talking about how great he is and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And I'm just wondering like, who else has covered Neil Young? And so I found this. Let's see. Ugh. I just, I followed this link. So annoying. 25 best Neil Young covers. Okay. Number one, Tom York doing After the Gold Rush. <laughs> this is even more annoying. Number two, Fish Oof. doing Albuquerque. Fuck you, Fish. Uh, Wilco doing Broken, Broken Arrow. Which is a Buffalo Springfield song from him. Uh, Slint doing Cortez the Killer. Oh, yeah. Really? Built to sp- Oh, yeah. Built to Spill did a Cortez the Killer cover as well. Do you know that song? No. Well, maybe. I mean, the, the name sounds familiar, but I can't match it's up the names of the song. fucking incredible. <clears throat> so good. Hmm. Let's see. Smashing Pumpkins doing Cinnamon Girl. Really? I I never heard that. I've never Don't heard cry that no tears by Matthew Sweet. Down by the river by Low and the Dirty Three. That's cool. Um, Pearl Jam doing fucking up. Uh, James Mercer doing Harvest. James Mercer of the Shins. Uh, Harvest Moon by Del Barber. I don't know who that is. Charles Bradley doing Heart of Gold. That's that's rad. Buffy Saint Marie doing Helpless. I don't know who she is. The Chromatics doing Hey, Hey, My, My, I don't know them. Uh, Patty Smith doing It's a Dream. Roxy Music doing Like a Hurricane. Whoa, that's pretty rad. Nils Lofgren doing Long May You Run. That's a fucking great song. Nicolette Larson doing Lot of Love. There you go. Bob Dylan doing Old Man. Oh. Uh, that's interesting, right? Yeah, I I didn't know he ever covered anyone. Yeah, I didn't know that. It, um, maybe he was like, oh, he can't sing. He can't sing. Maybe I uh, I do. I don't have to sing either because I'm a terrible singer. Yeah, yes, Radiohead. Here we go again. Radiohead on the beach. Um, Bradford Cox of Atlas Sound doing Only Love Can Break Your Heart. Cowboy Junkies doing Powderfinger. Drive-By Truckers doing Rockin' in the Free World. I like that band. Nora Jones doing Tell Me Why. The Bottle Rockets with Jeff Tweedy doing Walk On. Some of these are live. They're not recordings. Here's the Pixies doing Winter Long. And that's the end. But that's interesting. Yeah, some good stuff. A lot of people have have covered him. Think about bands that are not covered much. Like, no people don't really cover The Who much. Yeah. Um... Only fools cover the Beatles. <laughs> hey now, or you, or you have to really put a different spin on it, you know? Yeah, that's like, what I we like did. the Black Keys version of uh, "She Said." Yeah, have you heard that? 
Mm, I don't think so. It's good. It's just like dirgy blues. Yeah. And it's great. It works great, you know? Mm. But if you try to do a straight cover of the Beatles, you just sound like a dick. Yeah. Pretty much. Unless you're in a Beatles cover band. Right. And you're like, look at us. We're the fucking <laughs> faux four or whatever. The yeah. fab faux. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know. Tell me what you think. Uh, I only have two thoughts left for this episode. One is, I wonder how many girls that Neil told them that he was there, that they were his cinnamon girl. <laughs> 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 and uh i learned that neil's brother neil's brother's name is bob so together they are neil and bob <laughs> not really seriously <laughs> so I thought, I thought maybe their parents uh had a sense of humor had a sense of humor yeah here's our, my kids neil and bob so wow yeah blowjob blowjob joke from the mid 40s you know <clears throat> I hope wow. that uh, at some point we do a Neil Young record. I'd really like to dig into that because, uh, you know. I'm kind of, I haven't even seen one on the list. Oh, really? I don't think. There's, I'm sure it's got to be. It's kind of surprising. Maybe, uh, maybe Rudy will <laughs> take pity on us and pump a bunch of fucking Neil Young records into the. <laughs> into don't the count on things. it. Yeah, I'm not. Don't count on he's, it. He's still sending me dick pics. <laughs> he hasn't learned his lesson. So, yeah. Well, do we grade this thing? Are you, I mean, are we already there? I think so. Really? I think we're done, yeah. All right. You want me to go first? Sure, if you want to. Mostly this album sucked. Yeah. Um, there, you know, like we said before, there's some standout moments for sure. But the thing about when something really sucks, it's like being at the Battle of the Bands or whatever. Like, at a Battle of the Bands, a band doesn't have to be that good because if you're at a Battle of the Bands, you probably suck. You know? Like, so the mediocre band is, as always, in the top three. And then the band that's only good always crushes. Yeah. You know, occasionally there's something outstanding that just is like, whoa, this is killer. Like the Pixies thing on here. Because they were, you know, they weren't, I don't know. They weren't like the other bands on here. They right. were fuck-arounds. Yeah. A lot of fuck-arounds on here. You know, f uh, a lot of fuck-arounds. It felt like a lot of the people that did these recordings were like, someone at, at the label reached out and they were like, yeah, have you ever heard of Neil Young? Right, right. And they're like, hmm, is he the prime minister? of Czechoslovakia <laughs> they're like no 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 no. he's a an old hippie from Canada um with a guitar palsy and they and then they're like oh sounds pretty hip and they're like yeah yeah no he's really great he's got a tremendous body of work anyway uh let's cut to the chase we're making a benefit album would you like to be on it uh well and they're like, look, we'll book a studio near you. Now, uh, well, I'll just have my brother-in-law record us. Send us the budget, though. And that's what it felt like. Yeah. Like they sent them, here's $2,000 or $1,000. But instead, they went and bought a bunch of beer and and recorded at their brother-in-law Jeff's place. And and had never heard the song before, so it sucks. Right. Then, But then you get the the Nick Cave thing, and it's like, he was thoughtful and he fucking lo obviously loved the song and he made it his own and digested it and 
and put it back out there. Same with the Pixies. You can tell that they were like, fuck yeah, we're doing winter long and we're going to fucking rule it, you know? Yeah. Uh, but mostly everyone else, especially Dinosaur Jr., come on, you guys, you can do better than that. You can do better than that. Yeah. And they've done better than that everything they've ever done since this. Yeah. Like, this is a low point. This is the point where you're like, okay, I admit I have a problem. <laughs> I shouldn't have been on this record. And then they therapize. They, they, they go to therapy and they do a 12-step for it. And then... uh that's that. And they make a good record like Green Mind. Anyway, C, C minus. C minus. I'm only giving it a C minus because of those few bright spots. Otherwise, this would be fucking D minus minus. It would, it would pass because of the, the goodwill and intention behind it, but only because of that. Be the same, like, for the same reason I passed high school. <laughs> just, be, just because of what was to come. Yeah. Ever told my Battle of the Bands story? You were in a Battle of the Bands with your band. So we, so accidental gun death. We used to play on the coast in Oregon a bunch, and um, it was great. The kids there really liked us, and it was always super fun. And we, I believe, we, <laughs> this, it was an accident, right? Uh, we, I think, we went out for two different shows on the coast, and they both got shut down before we could play. And so this girl that was helping book shows out on the coast, she's like, Hey, I got you, I got, I got you guys a show. Um, it's going to be at the high school, uh, our high school. Um, you know, they're letting us use the stage and blah, blah, blah. And so I was like, okay, great. So we go and it turns out it's a fucking battle of the bands. <laughs> I'm like 31. Right. right? <laughs> <laughs> and it's a bunch of high school kids. Yeah. It's a bunch of high school bands. And so there was a ton of kids there and the show was, it was really weird. Cause I don't think we'd ever played on a stage that big before. So like Ryan's way over on the other side of the stage and stuff. Uh, but you know, we just played a, a show like we normally do. And, uh, we ended up winning Did you the battle on the stage. Of, uh, no, uh, we ended right. up winning the battle of the bands. <laughs> which was pretty embarrassing. <laughs> and I, re and I remember the, 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 the band that got second, they were really mad that we won, that we were there and that we won and that we were allowed in the thing. And I'm like, we're just trying to play a show. Like we don't give a shit about that contest or whatever. So, uh, so we gave them the money and I said, do you guys care if we keep the trophy? You know, cause we thought it was funny. And so, uh, they're like, yeah, no, okay, that's cool. So we gave them the money. We kept the trophy. And then for a little while, uh, the three members of the band, we would trade off who got to have the trophy <laughs> for a little while. <laughs> it was like somebody would bring it to band practice and hand it off to the next guy. And then he'd have it at his house for a month and then bring it back. So anyways, I ultimately ended up with the trophy. And uh, we bought uh, a cottage in Astoria. And so the trophy says, uh, you know, winner, battle of the bands, you know, best band 2007 or whatever the fuck it says. So it was great. I fished it out of my, uh, our shed and, uh, it's on the mantle in my <laughs> cottage in Astoria. <laughs> was, was the high school in Astoria? Yeah. Yeah. It was in Astoria. Oh yeah. Yeah. It was Astoria high school. Oh, so. that's good. Yeah. Oh, that's fucking rich. <laughs> <laughs> I always, uh, I always put it on the center of the mantle and then Jennifer always moves it over to the side, which pisses me <laughs> off. And I just move it back to the center. And, uh, we've, we've actually had some people, you know, cause we let friends stay at the cottage and stuff. And, uh, 
a couple of friends were like, where did you get that trophy that you buy at like a Goodwill or something? I'm like, no, we actually won that trophy. <laughs> They're like, your band won a battle of the bands in a story? I said, yeah. So, <laughs> so it do, but it doesn't actually say accidental gun death. No, it. no. Huh? You should, you should, you should go and uh, personalize <laughs> get, it. Get it updated. Yeah. So. I think so. I think that's appropriate. <laughs> right. Oh, it's great. I love it. It just cracks me up every time I see it. So, you know, actually, if you go uncontested, I don't know if they're still. (laughs) (laughs) We're still the best band in Astoria. Yeah, Yeah. I think you could go as far as updating the dates on on there if they (laughs) (laughs) can get the add-on plaques for the add-on years. That's a good idea. Yeah, because who's who's going to contest you? Who's going to argue that that's not true? Yeah, regardless of whether you performed or not, neither did they. Right, if it's the, you know, it's like... Uh, it's like a dictator. Right. <laughs> he's still the dictator until he's overthrown. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, maybe I'll call the high school and find out if there's been any more Battle of the Bands in Astoria. It's as easy as a phone call. That's what I'd say. <laughs> you know? And if not, I'd say, go get, you know, go get an auxiliary yeah. plate engraved. And then when I, re- great. when I reissue the 7-inch, I can put a little seal on it that says, like, best band in Astoria, 12 years running or something. I think that is a solid call. I think that's <laughs> that's a good call, man. Ah, See, this is marketing. This yeah. is a, this is like a marketing <laughs> right. think tank. Uh, yeah, this record. Don't waste your time. I'm going to give this thing a D minus. Um, Even though the Pixies and Nick Cave carried it, that's the only reason I would listen to this record. Uh, right. You can skip to those songs. Yeah. So I uh, wouldn't waste your time on it. <sighs> Boom. Yeah, unfortunately, I agree. What you you gave it a C minus, right? I gave it a C minus because there were four or five songs that I thought were good. Yeah, two songs that were great. You know, maybe four more that were maybe. I, and again, I don't know. Maybe they only seemed good because every because there were things on here that sucked so hard. Right, they were just like black holes of suck. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Suckness. Anyway, what's yeah. next week? Something next better week. for sure, right? No. Oh. Uh, Billy Ray Cyrus, Some Gave All. Fuck, you know that's better than this album. <laughs> I don't know, You know man. the recording is going to be oh, a I'm fucking sure the banger. Yeah. And, you know, you take away the fucking y'alls and the fucking giddy-ups or whatever, and you know that the songs are at least good. They're fucking huge hit songs with choruses and bridges and... You know, maybe they're fucking, they're some low-hanging fruit, but they're going to be good tunes. I think you might be surprised. I think you should try to listen without preconceived prejudice. I will. But, you know, saying that, I mean, it's like He's also a dipshit. It's like coffee-flavored ice cream, you know? It's ice cream. It's my favorite thing, but it tastes like coffee. It ruined it, you know? And that's how I feel about a lot of country stuff. It's just like, ugh. I don't I actively dislike it. So also he's the Lars Ulrich of country music. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember? It was I I feel like it was after the Napster stuff happened. Yeah. And you know, or when the heat of the Napster shit was coming down. Right. And Lars sort of interjected himself to be the mouthpiece of fighting against that stuff, which I get it, you know, but it was like fucking fighting back the sea. Like you're just, you're, 
it's a fool's errand. You're right. You're wasting your time and you're, you know, you're, you're only making people hate you because literally everyone is stealing your music. Right. So, which sucks. That sucks for someone who makes their, their fucking living. My dog is just fucking going going bananas on the door. Um, but after that sort of fucking died, then along comes fucking Dilrod Magoo, McGillicuddy <laughs> here. And he's like, I want to get paid a commission on when someone sells a used copy of my CD at the store. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. He's a cunt. Wow. I didn't realize that. that Can happened. you imagine that? That's, that's wild. Yeah, no, he's like, I want to get paid publishing or something. Right. You know, he's like, I should get paid. And it's like, motherfucker, you already got paid. Yeah. Like, if I buy a used guitar, Gibson doesn't get a cut. Yeah. If I buy a used Toyota, Toyota doesn't get a cut unless I buy it from a Toyota dealership. If you want to buy all your used CDs back and sell them at your show, feel free. Yeah. Like, fuck you, dude. Anyway, that's what I feel about Billy Ray Cyrus. Yeah, it'll be interesting. You're going to love learn it. About this it's going to be great. We're going to have a wonderful time. Oh, boy. <laughs> and I All have right, to do dude. the cover. Uh, actually, uh, Rudy did the cover already. Oh, he did? Yeah, so I just oh, need wonderful. to mix it. Oh, that's wonderful. I need to find it in my inbox and then mix it. <laughs> Hopefully oh, it's still wonderful. in there. Yeah. Uh, so that's that's the 90s. That is the 90s, yep. Wonderful. Well, I, shit, dude. man. You know what? What? You're great. Ah, uh, you're great, Mike. I know you got to talk to your uh, your your grandma here in a yeah. little while. So got to get ready for that call. Tell her I said hello. I will. I will. She loves you, man. So <laughs> let her know that I'm thinking about her. <laughs> I will. I am. I appreciate it. Um, and tell Jen we're going to start outing her for things that she bought. <laughs> I'll uh, I'll peek over her shoulder when she's opening Amazon boxes next week. So. Yeah, because she she can't fucking shame us and get away with that shit. <laughs> Uh, like that gonna shit is going to come back on you, girl. Yeah. This is like Game of Thrones. Like, <laughs> you're going to, we're going to have you walking through the streets of the capital city. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's it. All um, right, buddy. Next we'll week. We'll talk to you later. All right. Take care. Bye. Bye. Bye.